I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. My name's still Marcus Speller, and that guy's Luke Moore. My name don't change. Jim Campbell's name hasn't changed. No, it hasn't. Pete might have. John Fantastic. Welcome into the home of us and John Fantastic. <laughs> yes. John Fantastic and the Ramblers. Sounds like a great popular beat combo I could get behind on Motown Record. <laughs> Tamla Motown Record. Oh, gentlemen, it's nearly upon us, the Premier League. We've enjoyed the Champions League this week, haven't we? Well, I bloody have enjoyed it. Especially if you're a flipping Spurs fan. Yeah. A oh. spicy evening for the Lily Whites. Um, a word I can never say. And emergency. Based on... Um, Lily White. You said it fantastically the, there. Based on um, the... Uh, you get a great insight into the, the mindset of a Spurs fan, right. given that about 80% of our best bet with Bet365 suggestions this week were, I'm a Spurs fan, I think we'll lose to Palace at the weekend. <laughs> 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 the proton Newcastle United support, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're not used to this kind of behaviour, are they? But what a performance. Be, what a performance. Oh, it, was, it was magnificent. Yeah. Are they, I mean... They're looking more comfortable at Wembley, aren't they? Yeah, I think, I think we can probably we can put the hoodoo thing to rest now, which I'm sure they'll be delighted by. Do you know what, actually, on a mildly serious point, for just a brief moment, that, I think, and that this just could be me getting used to seeing Spurs at Wembley, but that actually looked like a home game for Spurs. Yeah, not even. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than, uh, oh, yeah, we, we were playing at Wembley, and that's our temporary. Uh, but it helped that the crowd enjoyed it as well, didn't it? Oh, you can't, you can't, it doesn't get any better than that for it. If you, if you, if you support a club who are yeah. playing at home to Real Madrid in the Champions League... The, champ, the, really the, the holders of the competition. Exactly, three in the last four years. And we talked a lot on, uh, on the continent this week, which obviously is available now, about Real Madrid and their, and their plight and their tribulations and everything. Mm. But it doesn't, the fact remains yeah. that they are the Champions League holders. They've won it twice in a row. They've won it three in four years. And, you know... I think I think you can make a decent argument that Spurs have actually improved this season. They've lost two of their uh, their first fifteen um, in the league, um, and they lost two of their. Uh, that was last year. They lost two of their first ten this mm-hmm. year. Um, this time last year, after ten games, they were fourth, and they're third this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and, and they've also they've also topping a Champions League group, which is much harder than the group in which they came third last year. So if you if you look at it. You know, universally, you can make a decent argument that they've actually improved. Oh, absolutely. So their league form's got slightly worse, but their Champions League form is no, so much th- better. Their league form in, in position 
after 10 games is better than it was mm. this time and last And you have year. to remember yeah, how good Manchester City are as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely right. Unfortunate yeah. timing for them as well. And also, you know, as much as, you know, we've just spoken about the Wembley thing, it does take time to adjust to a new stadium. Yeah. So there's always, you know, it's completely reasonable that they would have, that any team well, would have teething problems teams there. in that part of London, notoriously. The Marcus, I was going to say, look, not everyone can be a West Ham and get, get with it straight away. You know? <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of people, it takes time. Well, West Ham yeah. looked quite comfortable playing at Wembley the other week, though, didn't yeah. they? Maybe that was it. Maybe yeah. that was it. I did enjoy um, Cristiano Ronaldo saying, uh, after the game because he, he he scored of course but uh, they, they lost the game and, and, and his form hasn't been as blisteringly good as it has been in, in recent years still good though lest we forget yeah. and after the game he said I'm super calm Right. The fact that you put super in there uh, <laughs> makes me think otherwise. And then uh, people were asking him about his performance and so on. He said, my stats, I'm not going to talk about it. You go to Google and they are there, all of them. That doesn't concern me at all. I'm, Again, yeah. I'm John Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Google the score, John Fantastic. I, I, Pass it on to, to Ronnie. I just think beating Real Madrid in the, in the Champions League is massive. It's I mean, glorious. Yeah, absolutely absolutely glorious. Well, no, they, they haven't lost in the group stage of the Champions League for years. No, for years. I think it's five years, isn't it? Right. And also, even if it was a sluggish Madrid performance, which I think there's an element of it because at first I was looking at the pattern of the game thinking Madrid seemed very very patient here and I think I'd maybe given them too much credit and it was that actually they just didn't really get out of the blocks and Spurs just hit them so hard and I really do think which is ridiculous given the way the game went in the burnabout that they just absolutely underestimated Spurs they seemed shocked every time Harry Kane chased something down and, and yeah. you know everybody in, in the team doing it that. was the intensity wasn't it yeah. and, and, and the, the pace Sean they just they, they looked like they had the beating of every player man for man Massively. it seemed they, they were a Rawls it was a great it was a great um, a great um, illustration of the effectiveness of the type of possession you have without getting too beardy mm. about it Real Madrid had twice the possession Spurs did but Spurs' effectiveness in possession was far mm, greater. Absolutely. Just like simple things like using Kieran Trippier as an outlet as often as they did. R- Madrid really struggled against him for a time. Mm. I, I love his delivery. Mm. I just, Trippier. D- Ali should have had a hat trip and that ball. Oh, yeah. that, no. That header for that his hat trip. Yeah, yeah, but, that, but that, doesn't that sum it all up? The fact is, Deli Ali will have probably walked off that pitch knowing how high his standards are, thinking. With a, with a tinge of disappointment. Because I could have had a third. Yeah. Bearing in yeah. mind, his side have just beaten Real Madrid 3-1 and he scored two and yet he'll walk off that pitch with just mm. a little time. I don't know though, the type of character Deli Ali is, he's probably thinking, I'm going to deliberately miss this one as a joke. <laughs> they don't even need it, I've already got two, to, you mugs. To make uh, Eric Dyer jealous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why does someone think of Eric Dyer? The, tri- the Trippier, delivery, Trippier delivery for that for that potential hat-trick header, mm. um, I, I, I watched it about four times. Yeah. The shape of the ball... The technique in striking the ball. I mean, he couldn't have placed it on his head any better with no. his hands. Exactly. It was it was beautiful to watch. And his really first was. delivery. I mean, Trippy is that good. He can be offside and yet it can still count. All oh, right, <laughs> right. Oh, good he is. Yeah. can out, outpace the rules. Well, tri- yeah, Trippier. <laughs> he's filled Carl Walker's shoes quite oh, nicely. Brilliant. You'd have to say. And, and uh, according to Optic, he's recorded thirteen assists in all competitions in 2017. Six more than any other Premier League defender. Fantastic. And and for the type of fullback he is, that's important. Mm. And also, about in, in 2017. Though. You say as well, so a lot of the yeah. time he'd have been playing second fiddle to Kyle Walker during that time, which is yeah. very impressive. But that and absolutely, and but for that position, you know, someone might say, "Well, he's a fullback. Our assists really his currency." But the type of fullback he is, and the type yeah. of fullback Pochettino plays, and and so many other teams, of course, that is actually a big start. Real, Real were not at the races. Let's make that very clear as well. Casemiro got on the ground when that was <laughs> I mean, what was that about? 
very, very strange. It, so far out, it's quite out, a vigorous yeah. shirt pull. I mean, it, that's that's the future of of, um, of winning a foul, isn't it? When you've been when you've been fouled, because people say, "Oh, there's contact, so he's got every right to go to ground." Do you have to do it immediately? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's not. You can save it. What's <laughs> the statute of limitations on that? Like Tony Cruz is like all over the place. As well. Seven second rule. It's like bankrupts in a seven year rule. <laughs> yeah. Indeed, yeah. Um, one thing I really really enjoyed in the commentary is that. Glenn Hoddle, you know, absolute oh, what expert football that he is, <laughs> yes. still calls him Real Madrid. <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> He's had a lovely night. I, mean, I yeah. don't know if there's enough characters in the whole of Twitter in total for him to get sunglasses emojis that he wants in there. <laughs> he, he's had a lovely old time there. Yeah. He uses it more than me. Yeah. <laughs> another another favourite moment of mine was, um, was obviously Sergio Ramos um, winding up um, Dembele, who oh, yeah. t- mm. took the bait straight away. Yeah. <laughs> love that. And I was thinking, there's that stat we talk about quite a lot of obviously how many red cards he's had and six of those are against Barcelona. And I was thinking, how many times did Roy Keane gets sent off in his career. So as I was Googling that, I found out it's seven. Uh, so he's like, you know, just not as many um, for Ramos against Barcelona mm. as Roy Keane had in his career. And as I was Googling that, Ramos got booked for sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he did, he did the clappies, didn't he? Nice. He did the clappies. Brilliant. But he, but he hit Navella like three times on the chest. He's yeah. like, where's the ref going to blow up for this? This is <laughs> insane. <laughs> Who's watching this match? It's, it's absolutely wonderful. And, and, and uh, interesting enough, I know you want to talk a little bit about him in, in terms of what Gareth Southgate thinks about him and these upcoming friendlies. I might. Um, Harry Winks very much looks part of the furniture mm. now, so quickly. So well, he, he, he yeah. got a lot of the points because he just looks so assured. Yeah. But players should be assured at that level playing in the Champions League. But you think so, who was he facing so. off against? <laughs> who the, which yeah. players were he facing off against for crying out loud? I, he, looked, he looked fantastic. He did look yeah. fantastic. And as, as Luke said there, you know, Southgate has very much got him in his plans for the friendlies against Germany and Brazil. And we need someone in there. Mm. We need. I, I, I said a few weeks ago. Look, I don't know if he is the answer, but I mean, if if, if Southgate thinks he is, you've got to trust him. You've got to go yeah. with it. Well, I absolutely. also think there's a, there's a lot to be said for having consistency of of teammates. You know, if this, you know, if he's playing with yeah. Harry Kane and Deli Deli Ali every week, and Eric Dyer in there as well, in whatever you know combination, it's a, it's a good thing to keep that going for England. Yeah, can, the, we, can we can we pick the entire Spurs team? Throw them in. I don't the, think throw we can. them in. Are you suggesting that the England spine has just beaten the European champions? Yeah, why not? I mean, it all bodes very well for Russia, of course. And there's some good English players playing for Man City at a very high level Quite. as well. And also, obviously, Carl Walker being in there already has that relationship. <laughs> why do we always players? talk our way into this? <laughs> like, the, time, the timeline is exactly the same every yeah. four years. <laughs> and we were long enough in the tooth to remember the last two World Cups. The, and we always do this. Listen, mate, because free will is an illusion. I, yeah. it, I stir the old England cauldron for 18 months and get you it do. prepared. But I've got and it early. We, yeah, the thing is, we can see you doing it for like 13 of those months. <laughs> but the, te- te- uh, the, the, uh, the thing we had with 2010 I remember quite vividly us talking on the show uh, during the World Cup in 2010 saying the most that England can hope for now is like a 5-10 to ten minute spell in a big game yeah, yeah, we're yeah. playing quite well and you think oh I don't know we could do something that's here. all we want and if you get that 10 minutes you're yeah. laughing and we've been starved of that 10 minutes I want 20 minutes next time <laughs> <laughs> well at least Spurs will do it at the start of the game instead but, of like halfway through it we haven't had that 10 minutes probably since I don't know 04 or something like that oh, so. 2010 we blisteringly smashed Germany in the second round game mm. but unfortunately were beaten what we should yeah. do is first half play the under 17s yeah. Second half Spurs. So you can't. You can only get a certain amount of squad members, ah. please, despite what Marcus will tell you. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to me. But, um, crying out loud. Palace, Crystal Palace are a colossal nine to one to beat Spurs at Wembley this weekend. So ten pound mm. will return a hundred pound uh, with Bet Three Six Five, including your stake. Yeah, uh, Mamadou Sakho is in training for Palace. Could be back mm. for that game. Mm. MacArthur as well. They'll need them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they I mean, will need them. Palace have only beaten Spurs once in the Premier League, and it was so long ago. Neil Shipley scored the goal. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a lovely one. He's how, a, how, he's, how, 
people are getting on I these I think he's days. the size of a house. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's enjoying his exactly. retirement. Yeah. And so he should be. I said the other week or, or on the last show that if you've been a professional athlete for, for the, the vast majority of your professional life, then you deserve a little bit yeah. of dessert. What's our excuse? Uh, <laughs> we're we're we far like from dessert. professional anything, <laughs> let alone athletes. I think the moment when you realise it's not going to happen, then you can just kick on. I might be a professional eater. Were you, um, were you saying that last time about, was it in the context of David Unsworth? Was yes, that, I think yeah, it was. Right, yeah. mm. okay, David yeah. Bunsworth. <laughs> Am I right? Come on. That's He'd turn up to the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he'd come in here now, you wouldn't be saying that. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. I'm yeah. a coward. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, David. How are you? Yeah. Oh, David, I've long been a bigger Mario work. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call you David Funsworth. I, yeah. <laughs> you're, the, you're, you're the most mobile defender Joey Barton's ever seen, in my view. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, Spurs, of course, they're through to the knockouts of the Champions League, as are Manchester City. Mm. Lovely win away uh, to Napoli. Um, Pep Guardiola, uh, this was, I mean, he loves Napoli to the point of, I'm thinking, remember who you're, who I, you're managing? I, I think he loves them to an extent that's actually quite inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is he keeping well, City t- on their toes? He was being really arrogant the last time we played him. Do you remember when they, when they won he said, well, wow, it's impossible to beat this team? It's impossible. I don't Why know how we've managed like, it. Yeah. Even Why though we've got better like players. So yeah. much. Even though we spent four hundred billion on our thing. <laughs> Do you think that's why he turned up in his bomber jacket? Well, maybe. Yeah. This will impress his, his bouncer's jacket. Yeah, just hanging yeah. out. I love you he's, guys. He's but playing it cool. Napoli. I just want to talk to you at the bar. I love you, Napoli. I love you, Napoli. But you ain't getting in if you haven't got ID. Can I? <laughs> can I manage Napoli as well? <laughs> yeah, in between games. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, but it was that a great, was a great game, by the way. It was a brilliant game, and, uh, and 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 it was good that it be produced because yeah. you've got two very uh, attacking sides who scoring scoring a lot of goals at the moment, both top of their respective leagues, and it delivered. It was a brilliant yeah. game, and and Guardiola's men beat a side who play a similar style. I th- this is probably their biggest test thus far to beat them home and away. Yeah, given I mean Napoli, they've won every game in Serie A. Is that does that? Uh, no, I think they drew nil nil. Right, so they're, no, right, they're, they're, they're undefeated. Yeah, yeah, they're close yeah. to that. So um, yeah, near enough. One of the things that's interesting about City actually, I know it's you know fairly early days in the season. But they don't look at they don't look one of those teams where they're going to get cancelled out by another good team in a big game. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's going to have to be someone's setting up to spoil it rather than that yeah. the two the, the two things are sort of quite evenly matched because they're just so so fluid. Well, Napa, Napa, I mean, we talk about Napa and how good a team they are domestically and how much Pep Guardiola likes them. And the boys on on the continent will say they play they play the best football in Italy. Mm. But if you look at their Champions League form, they're, they're well. in big trouble. I mean, they've lost they're two games. Going to go through. They've lost three games uh, so far, and obviously two of them against Man City. But you're right, uh, Shakhtar. They lost to Shakhtar. Yeah. Shakhtar are in a better position. Shakhtar are looking good this season, and they often do that. Shakhtar, don't they? They'll they'll sort of disappear for a season or two, and then come roaring back uh, with with a new. But, but that type of game it was last night, and it was great for Aguero to break the record as well because oh. he's been an amazing, outstanding servant for them. Um, but that's the type of game that, as a fan, you think, yeah, great game, but I'm so pleased we won it because it's sickening to be on the end of a defeat in that yeah. type of game. Because oh, we played yeah. our part, we played really well. I don't care, <clears throat> we got beaten. Yeah, so it's great right. for them to actually get a win yeah. as well. And I think Man City look excellent value uh, for the Champions League this season so far. I mean, we talked at the start of the season, um, I can't remember which show it was on, but I was saying that I still think Real Madrid look head and shoulders mm-hmm. above everyone else, and I wouldn't be surprised if they did it again. What? Obviously, Man City look better than them now at this, at this mm, current mm. moment. Well, that's what, uh, that's what you know, to, to quote myself, to be so bold, you know, a, a few weeks or a month ago, whatever, I was saying, Man City need to look at the Champions League this season. The league is surely on. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas 
the Champions League. And, and this is you know, Roy Keane's comments on the telly last night when he said, yeah, they've still got the Man City DNA, haven't they? Yeah. It's essentially an Arsenal fan saying they're going to Spurs it up. No, yeah, I, I, doesn't I, really I mean you, anything, does it? It doesn't mean anything. I think that was Roy Keane's finest performance as a pundit last night. <laughs> he, he also he said, really care. I wouldn't watch Liverpool if they were playing in my back garden. Yeah. He's probably got quite a big back mm. garden, so it's possible. Yeah. He'd be out the front walking the dog, though. Exactly. Yeah. He'd still snub it. But I think, I think his point about Manchester City is actually wrong. And this is, and, and actually, I think it was even those words that Guardiola used when he first joined the club. Mm. And he said, there's still a bit of DNA left over yeah. here. Typical City. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, I've been in some hotels and hotels like that. <laughs> Peter. Um, but, uh, and it was never proved, uh, <laughs> despite the overwhelming DNA evidence. But uh, Guardiola, he, he said that. And actually, this. We talk about Spurs uh, taking it up a notch, which undoubtedly they have, and the stats prove that. Man City have as well. It's clear for yeah. all to see. Pep Guardiola, every press, com- uh, every um, interview after the game, now he looks happy. He looks um, relaxed, and mm. he's just said, and he always says, "Oh, we were so happy with the result. We played well." The team yeah. spirit, I think, that was highlighted on the TV. The players all running over to celebrate with Sterling yeah. with, with the fourth. The team spirit, something has clicked. Definitely that didn't click last season, and, and, and they've. And they've also, <clears throat> make no mistake, they, they are geared up to want to win the Champions League. Oh, that's, absolutely. that's the whole point And they've spent big money. We can't deny yeah, that. Yeah. But they, you know, other teams have and it doesn't work out. They have spent big money. Yeah, they yeah. have got the best squad in the Premier League without a doubt. But Marcus, what about a word for um, Aguero and his, um, his record-breaking... Um, well, to put, to put it in perspective, it was Eric Brooks, the late, great Eric Brooks, um, one of English football's uh, finest, if you look through the history books. He's held that record since retiring from, from football since 1939. Yeah, yeah. 39. You know, that's how long ago it was. I mean, you know, so when, when some players come along and break a club's scoring record, you know, obviously someone like Wayne Rooney, we all knew it was um, Sir Bobby Charlton, so it's, it's, a, it's a big accolade and so on. But that's how long ago it was. That's the, you know, there's your sort of DNA, if you like, that that record has been held for so long. City haven't had a, a fantastic goal scorer for, for so long. They've had good goal scorers and all, but to come along and break the record, it's, it's absolutely mm. phenomenal. And, he's come, and also, when they, when they signed him, you did wonder how long it was going to last, whether it was going to be a real love affair. But he has seen, he seems to have developed a real love affair with the club. And Indeed. He, and I, I, I've absolutely no doubt he would have had opportunities to go elsewhere yeah, throughout his yeah. time, but he's, he's wanted to stay there. Yeah. And he's also got, a, I think, a bit of an unfair reputation of bit, as being a bit injury-prone. He doesn't actually miss that many games. If you, if you look at his record in terms of appearances over the years he's been there, not really missed that many. I mean, his, his, his Premier League appearances across the seasons, I've got it in front of me here, 34 Premier League games, 30, 23, 33, 30, 31, and he's played 7 out of 10 so far this season. Mm-hmm. So okay. not, not actually that that's, bad. That's really interesting because, you know, he does have this <coughs> reputation. Mm. I guess it's because it's, you know, it will miss a chunk every season. But that's why, we, that's why we have people like John Fantastic on the show. We bust <laughs> myths. John <laughs> yeah. Fantastic, Mythbuster. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of the, what you get with us. You know. Right. What other myths have you busted about Sergio Aguero? No, it was me who busted it. Oh, okay. But, but yeah. I, I had the help of John Fantastic. I just saw him pass you a piece stats. of paper. Yeah. Yeah. John Fantastic was like the exec producer of that <laughs> <kind of> Mythbuster. <laughs> Puppet master. <laughs> oh. But, I mean, he does miss a few games, Aguero. Not many, not as many as, as I thought, but he still finishes top mm. scorer. Yeah, absolutely. 33 goals last season. Yeah. What, about, what about John Stones? John Stones. Nice to see him scoring yeah, again. absolutely. I mean, he, he nearly scored in the first half with that absolutely towering header as well. Yeah. He's got three in the Champions League already this season. Same, same as Lionel Messi. Yeah. More than Smoking. all of Arsenal. Yeah. How much defender has Lionel Messi done? 
<laughs> no. No. Probably quite a bit from the front. I but, bet you know, John Stones is probably Stones. calling up Lionel Messi saying, you're not even holding up your end of the bargain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scoring the goals I'd, like you are. I'd rather me. watch Leon Messi do a Cruyff down in his own box than <laughs> John Stones, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Exactly. <laughs> See you in the final mess. I wouldn't but, mind uh, that on Sunday, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, a, presumably um, a bet that would interest you, Arsenal are 11-2 to two with Bet365 to beat City at the Etihad this uh, weekend. Mm. £10 will return £65, including a stake. Well, Arsenal have won the most matches and points from losing positions um, so and, far this season. They will be in a losing <laughs> well, Exactly, I'm saying we'll just say that half time. Let them come on to you. <laughs> That'll yeah, come in handy. Let them come on early. It's the only way you're going to learn. Out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> We're three nil down, lads. Do not worry, because here's a stat for you. Yeah. <laughs> I just look at this game and think, why did you feel you needed Alexis Sanchez? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get off. Yeah. Just get off. You don't need him at all. I don't know, mate. I love the fact Arsenal are playing in the Europa League uh, tonight, of course. A competition that uh, Atletico uh, Madrid midfielder and captain Gabby called a piece of shit, by the way. Um, <laughs> and, and Atleti look as though they may end up in that competition, yeah. of course. Um, but at the time of recording, Arsenal have not played Red Star Belgrade. But I love the fact that the Red Star manager came out and backed Arsene Wenger's decision to play some fringe players. Yeah, I love I that. he does. Because Wenger said, you know, we might give other people a, a chance here and so on, as he has done before. And the Red Star manager was like, no, 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 I totally agree with that you need to give everybody a chance and blah, blah, blah. yeah don't play your best side against us please do yeah. do Arsenal fans want to win the Europa League Jim? Oh, I, I would say 100% absolutely. of course they do yeah, yeah definitely I mean you, you, Any you, always, you always want to win a competition that you're in absolutely and regardless of you know whether Far it you know, represents yeah <laughs> genuinely even even so I mean I'm, you know they're not going to bust the gut for that I think it'd be interesting to see what happens um, you know if Arsenal qualify as, as I, I like to think they will um, whether he sort of keeps with his team because Wenger does have a habit of doing that of sticking mm. to a team in a competition and you know sometimes you know to his detriment so we'll, well see well also it's a huge game at the weekend for them important yeah. and, and they don't want to be I don't mean this in a disrespectful way but clearly they don't want to be embarrassed against yeah, a team who absolutely. have looked absolutely rampant well, that's the danger isn't it with City but the players they played in the game against um, against Red Star um, last time I mean if you look at the lineup, is Nelson um, El Nenny played centre back didn't yeah, he yeah Maitland-Niles um, Willock and uh, Maitland-Niles Wilshire played of course so you know Holding play, I don't know, Holding's played quite a lot. Yeah, but, um, you know. There's a precedent been set there. It'd be, it will be cool to see how he, uh, how he approaches it ahead of this game on, on the weekend. Indeed. In other Arsenal-related news, possibly interesting one for you here, Peter, the club are going to add 780 extra hospitality seats to the Emirates Stadium to bring the capacity up to above 60,000. <laughs> Did they have the choice there? They went, oh, what kind of seats are we put in? <laughs> Shall we get the 50 quid ones or the 150 quid ones? I reckon they probably thought if we, if we put our 780 hospitality seats we've got far more chance of Marcus Spurr coming out <laughs> yeah. make, make them Chesterfields and we'll nab him yeah because he will not sit in the normal ones that's not true at all yeah. not his true bum is all. very it needs protection and now it's time for correspondence <laughs> with Pete fantastic speaking, spe- speaking of people who need protection from a, a man <laughs> here's Pete Donaldson <laughs> Um, well, speaking of bums, actually, uh, oh, God. Uh, hello to uh, Richard, <laughs> or Ricard, rather. Uh, did you notice El Faron uh, getting his bum fingered by Perotti in the celebration I of the did. second uh, goal? No, I... Very accurate. That was very a Fine work. Roma, fine work, Roma against Chelsea. Yeah. What, what is the reason for this? Uh, I, did, I did notice it, though. He was trying to get his attention, and sometimes, lads being lads, the only way to get a man's attention is by... Popping the old finger up the bum bum. Speak, well, I can't. I can't. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, there's about no. 40 cameras on you. You've, the guy's just scored yeah. a goal. What, do that yeah. another yeah. time. If you, have, <laughs> if you really have to. Maybe, he was, maybe do. he was doing his bit for prostate cancer. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. 
Love and Kisses from John. Hello, John. A Sunderland's record of not winning a home game in 2017 is frequently commented upon. However, until Tuesday, we were equally proud of our record of never having been in front at home in the whole of 2017. But on Tuesday, for three minutes, we were in yeah. front against Bolton True. at the Stadium of Light. A goal, uh, a game, of course, in which... Uh, they got Amiobid. Got Amiobid. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh-huh. Uh, somebody commented that I reckon Shawler probably uh, <laughs> borrowed, like, uh, lent them his, uh, his, his boots, his shooting boots for uh, Sunderland. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we managed to then concede and then at least maintained our no-win record. However, as it stands, that three minutes is literally the whole of our end-of-year video highlights. I imagine when Grayson <laughs> was called at the chief exec's office after the match, he probably thought he was in line for getting a, an in-front bonus. But no, he's sacked. Modern football is madness. So two points on that. One was that, <laughs> did you hear that a guy was on a, fo- a radio phone-in calling for... Um, Grayson to be sacked as a Sunderland fan yeah. when the news came through that he had been sacked <laughs> wow. so he just goes and, and, and the news come in and someone Grayson has been sacked from Sunderland and the guy just goes praise the lord <laughs> <laughs> and the second the second point I want to make on that is that great, I, mean, I don't want a million pounds <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, Sunderland is obviously a complete shit show of a club at the moment yeah. for lots of different reasons I don't mean that in, in an awful way no, it's they're, more they're of a mess, an yeah. observation um, and Simon Grayson was was fired. I mean, the, the the headline this morning on the BBC website was um, just Sunderland having a massive dig, saying, "Well, next time around, we want like an experienced manager." What? And it's like Grayson's. Well, you appointed him, and he's also, and he's also quite experienced. <laughs> yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. So unless that's Great. how Sunderland works, you just rock up. Well, yeah. who are the two front runners for the job? Peter Reid. I, I, I talk John Karanka. <laughs> yeah. Former Real Madrid assistant and Middlesbrough manager. I yeah. Karanka. Would Karanka not fans you? Would Peter Reid. Peter Reid. I, I loved it when I saw Peter Reid linking the job because it said in the article he's been out of work since 2014 or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought... That seems. I don't. Know, that can't be right. No, I'm yeah. sure that's another ten years on top. Of I that. thought it was Mumbai well. City. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if if they install a tyre seat in the dugout, we'll yeah, know. Know, exactly. we'll know. And then before on. that, before that, he was having a lovely old time match in Thailand. Yeah, only before that. that, that was, Come on, oh, Premier Passions Number Two. I'd love to see it. He was Plymouth manager in 2010-11 for a bit, but yeah, for, <laughs> for a short bit, and then and then before that, he was manager of Thailand. Yeah, yeah. he managed a country. Yeah, but didn't yeah. he? He got Sunderland's two seventh place finishes. Finishes at some point, didn't he? So I don't think anyone said he didn't do a decent job. Yeah. Um, even he get, swore a lot. I mean, <laughs> but has he kept his eye in the manager game, Jim? Can he get? <laughs> can he get? Apparently, apparently, he's very, very, um, very involved still. Michael Gray told me that. Is that right? right? Yeah, and then Michael Gray's very, very closely linked to something. Oh, okay. I'm not suggesting he'll, he'll get the job. Didn't Michael Gray have a lovely time under Peter Reid at Sunderland? Wait, but he, <laughs> Gray, Gray, to be fair to him, was saying, I don't think Peter Reid should be the manager. I think we should have a manager, but Peter Reid should have a role at the club, right. is what he was saying, which is obviously slightly That's different. Fair. That's fair, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But, he, but he don't have, don't get him um, you know, a house or an apartment in Sunderland. He very much wants to stay at a hotel. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Preferably a, a different hotel every week as well, <laughs> yeah. just to really sort of do the tour. But genuinely, that actually could be what Sunderland needs, isn't it? They clearly lack stability it's and what the needs. understands the game. Yeah, why not? The Ramble want Peter Reid back at that club. Is that ever correspondence, Peter? Uh, no, we've got one more. Oh. Um, Cordy from Hillsborough, Oregon. Uh, please learn the difference between begging the question and raising the question. You've never actually done or noted the former. Well, Cordy, in response, it raises the question, has Cordy from Hillsborough, Oregon, ever made a mistake on the internet? Typing your email address into Google and finding your Reddit account, you appear to be a, a big Forest fan and an ardent Redditor. Uh, so let's not cloud our judgment with those two facts. Um, six days ago on a London landlord Ask Me Anything uh, thread, you should keep it, though, telling everyone it was invention. You've embarrassed yourself there, Cody. Everyone. Yeah, instead of everyone. Embarrassed himself. Uh, one everyone. month ago on an international speedway thread, he used the sentence, any plans to return to school tomorrow? 
Oh, do not Return. take on John Fantastic, no. Cody. That's <laughs> your first mistake. Bust your <laughs> myths about yourself. <laughs> yeah. On an Apple Diagnostics forum, you meant to type, I've let it sit overnight each time. He's written, I've meet it sit over time each next. <laughs> or rather, I've me it sit overnight each time. Yeah. On a cooking forum, you posted a picture of you making eggs Benedict, uh, Cody from Hillsborough, Oregon. You didn't these, season it. These are the things. <laughs> these are the things you put on your plate, Cody. Egg. Look, look pipe up if you hear anything you don't like. Uh huh. Yeah. Or the odd one out. Yeah. Egg. Yeah. Hollandaise sauce. Mm-hmm. Avocado. Mm. Courgette. Tomatoes. Mm. Strawberries. Come on, on, Cody. Cody. Get it together, mate. Cody, he is without sin, cast the first (laughs) time. Delete your account. Did he email us or did you email him? (laughs) (laughs) Is there a Cody, Pete? Oh, yeah, Pete. Cody never existed. Did <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tyler even Durden. the name Cody suggests yeah. you sort of cooked him up on the internet. Yeah. It says here Cody Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Family member. Yeah, um, okay. We're going to talk about Manchester United and Chelsea after this. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Muy rápido, muy muy like a Ferrari. Welcome back to the Football Ramble preview show, everybody. Manchester United and Chelsea are both playing each other on the weekend. They had differing times in the Champions League this week, of course. Uh, Mourinho's men did get a good win against Benfica. Chelsea obviously hammered by Roma. Yeah, and and, and the, the, the really sort of dramatic news out the back of that was um, the, the Chelsea game, I mean. Is, yes. um, I, was, I was on the Eurosport website and they were talking about... Um, Quoting an unnamed source at Chelsea, saying that Conte's a dead man walking. Ooh, and that it's only a matter of time before he's, before dead he's hair. gone. You know what? I'm not. Yeah. I'm not that surprised by that because if he 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 just doesn't seem as interested, does he? We keep hearing these things mm. come out in the press, which obviously come from somewhere about how you know it's not a long term thing for him, and he misses Italy, and it's he, been he never ended to go back there. Exactly. And the whole calendar year really has been stuff going up, coming out of that club over and over again, leaking all over the place about him and his and his and his potential uh, change to his career and his future and all the rest of it. And this is a team that won the Premier League yeah. would you think he peaked too early because had they not have won the league last season he'd have thought right come on we, we finished you know wherever they would have in my hypothetical uh, chat mm. and then uh, and then try and kick on whereas they won the league you can only finish lower than first therefore yeah. mm-hmm. the next season and with Manchester City's emergence uh, well, the European win the league football on top as well they're not yeah. going to win the league this season no chance no. you wouldn't have thought so I mean then they're nine points behind Manchester City already if they lose to Manchester United and, and Man City beat Arsenal and, and there's, there's two ifs there you know even for Arsenal's sake um, then obviously there'd be 12 points adrift after just 11 games uh, also losing 3-0 to Roman the same week now they still look good for Champions League uh, knockout qualification mm. But it would heap a load more pressure on Conte. Or, 
Would Conte, because I agree with you, Jim, I think he does look a little bit disinterested at times, not knowing the man, of course. Might he just walk away, although it's unlikely he would walk away from a challenge? I don't know, but we've seen that at Chelsea many times, haven't you? They, they do have this strange inability to be consistently good for you know, more than a season in recent times, to be honest. And it mm. does look a bit like Chelsea's checked out. I think even in the Watford game, which they came back to one at 2-1, his body language looked very sort of distant and disinterested. It's just almost the the, <clears throat> the takeaways from we look back on this at Chelsea, this era of Chelsea, will probably be one of like, organised chaos it'll be, it'll yeah. be like, oh, they've won this, one or the other isn't it? they've won these amounts of trophies this amount of trophies and they've won all these different things but second season not so good it, it was chaos. It was just chaos it was just mm-hmm. chaos the whole time so yeah it'll be, it'll be uh, but then a lot of clubs do. Real Madrid are not too dissimilar but if, if Man United quite if, mm-hmm. if Man United go to Stamford Bridge mm. and spoil the way they spoiled um, for example at, at Anfield mm-hmm. but nick it Oh. It'll be. I'll, I'll cannot wait for the. Pre- it's a great. <laughs> look, it's a great. It's a great weekend of of football. Anyway, I know what you mean, last yeah. weekend we were talking. I don't know if we said it on the shows it's, uh, themselves, but Meridian. off air we were saying it was potentially a bit of a bit of a dull one. Mm. This weekend's set up to be. Even if the football's not that good, there's yeah. going to be a lot of narrative come off the back yeah. of it, and the press conferences particularly um, will be will be absolutely. If Man United win, yeah. Mourinho, Matter and Matic, yeah, the three M's. Yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm, talk- from- I'm talking about I'm talking about what Conte will say. No, no there's what that Conte as well. Will do would, yeah. would, because that that will destroy people. That that will that will sort of essentially represent quite a poor week in quite a crucial part of the season for Chelsea. Yeah. I mean, there are rumours uh, abound that uh, Conte wants to go back to Italy, blah, 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 you know, his family and all that. But uh, would austerity Chelsea bother to spend the money getting rid of him or would they sort of wait until he walks? If they, yeah. I, The only way I can see them firing him is if they don't get Champions League. Yeah, and which I they think probably they will. will. Yeah, I think they, but what about, their, point, what about their performance in the Champions League thus far? I mean, they're, they're second in the group. One it's point not, been, it's not been terrible. No, but they've still got to play Atletico Madrid. They do. And they've still got to go to Carabao. And Carabag have picked up a couple of decent draws. They have. It's, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, that's a, I think that they'll certainly wait until the end of the group stage, I would think. But it's worth remembering that Chelsea had a wobble at the start of last season. Obviously not as bad as this, but Conte's proven he can sort of overcome that. Because they weren't on that run where they won like 13 games in a row after that. Yeah, exactly. I can't see that happening this season. They did this win in Madrid against Atletico, yeah. know, lest we forget. And they, and they were that brilliant. Was a, that, that was a great result. But that was, I, know it's, I don't want to sound too fickle, but that was, what was it, a... a Month and a half, two months ago, when the climate was quite different. But Atletico Madrid were getting getting used to a new stadium and all the rest of it. it was, there were other factors behind that. It was a great performance. No, but I'm saying Chelsea. Win. Chelsea looked like they had a little bit of wind up their sails yeah. at, that, at that point. Whereas the current climate at Chelsea, it does look. You, you would, yeah. And and is it fair to say that if he could pick a game? That he doesn't want this weekend, that home to a Mourinho United yeah. would be right up there because it's going to be very hard for <laughs> mm. them not only to win but to look good doing it as well. Very much. And so. um, they're currently twenty nine to twenty with Bet three six five to beat Manchester United this weekend. So uh, ten pounds will return twenty four pound fifty, including stake. Yeah, it'd, it'd be fascinating how Mourinho lines up against Chelsea because we've seen and talked about his approach against the bigger sides, obviously notably away to Liverpool and then at home to Spurs. Uh, but both teams need a win. Yeah, well, I wonder if, if Mourinho will look at um, Chelsea's defensive performance against Roma and think, actually, it, it, this is very much nickable. It might not be that, that difficult to sort of get one through this defence. Well, you go I mean, for the old 1-0. Dzeko's layoff for Perotti, yeah. where he had three men on him and he just sort of pirouetted as if, you, like you do on FIFA. It was appalling defending. three of them out of the game. Appalling abysmal, defending. Absolutely yeah. abysmal. I'm not, they're not going to be that bad again, you wouldn't think. But I think, you know, Mourinho's a canny operator. He'll, he'll be seeing a lot of chinks in that armour to attack. So, so the, uh, an, in, an interesting um, angle to this, which I've heard other people who are closer to Chelsea than, than, than I, I presume we are say, is that this has all started 
um, from the Diego Costa thing and the text message because Diego Costa was really, really popular in the dressing mm, room. I see. And, <clears throat> and a lot of players are, are still annoyed at the way he was treated. One, because they liked him, and despite all his faults, and two, because he just scored loads of goals for them. Yeah. And he was, he was actually a really effective player. And some people are suggesting that the whole thing has its genesis in that particular action. Well, just be a professional player in football. Well, I was, yeah. I was about to say, like, I mean, if that is the reason, I'm not. Sure. But then Morata came in, was scored, and hasn't scored for a, a few games now. But I, 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 this is it with, with Chelsea, though, isn't it? This seems to happen a lot. They get these big personalities in, you know, both on the playing staff and the management staff, and these clashes happen. I mean, Mourinho is a great example of it. Mm. Sounds um, like a job for John Fantastic. <laughs> indeed. Yeah. You know what? I would love to see at the weekend Zlatan on the bench. Oh, that's unannounced, out of nowhere. Is, is that possible? Um, is he fit? Uh, well, I don't know. He's always fit. Exactly. Even yeah, if he's not, way. even yeah. if he's not, just make him, put him in a tracksuit. <laughs> he's, he's not named on the subs. He's just there. And Conte's thinking, Psyching why is he out. there? Psyching him out. What's he doing there? I like, I like that, yeah. And then, and Matic, of course, playing against his old side. I did enjoy his quote when he asked about what kind of reception he expects to get. I don't know. When I played there, I always gave 100%. I'm sure they respect that. But if not, I don't really care. <laughs> in the image so, of his um, manager. So <laughs> that's, uh, that, that's absolutely wonderful. Oh, and, and just before we move on, of course... Um, there's the news that Mourinho is having a little dig or two uh, at uh, the Manchester United faithful. Well, the Manchester United Supporters Trust must have invited Mourinho <laughs> to meet them to chat about his concerns over oh, the atmosphere yeah, at Old Trafford. Must are very keen to hear his. Uh, his I'm views. sure they are. Mm. Yeah. Well, keen as mustard was that what you're trying, trying to go off? No. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> I'd say the I'd say the meeting was a must. Yeah. Right. Well, Pete's was actually better. Yeah. So, was yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carry on. What if they were called... Oh, come on. No. Okay. Everton. <laughs> Everton are searching for a new manager, of course. David Onsworth is in charge of the Toffees still. He's in the Toffee seat. He certainly is. <laughs> how's, how's, how's your Coomanless your week been, uh, Marcus? Yeah, Have you just yeah, been like, hanging around the house in a dressing gown, crying, <laughs> drinking cup of soup? Eating, uh, eating ice cream out the bar, <laughs> out the carton. Don't be silly. Come yeah. on. Reports suggest that uh, Unsworth, he's got the, the Europa League match against Leon and then the home match against Watford to see if he can hold on to his temporary position. So I don't understand that. I don't yeah. understand when... It when, looks less likely. Yeah, but when, when boards and club owners and chairmen and all that stuff do that sort of thing, where they say, well, do you know what? We're going to wait and see how he gets on against Leon and against Watford and then we're going to decide. Mm. To me, it's I just don't know how you it. can be so short-sighted yeah, about I, how you're going to hire someone or not. Also as well, we're going we're gonna to give you a very public audition it's a lot. It heaps on a pressure that wouldn't be there otherwise, and you know, it, it creates this variable that they would never have to deal with when doing the job. But not only that, if they play really well against Watford and they get some poor refereeing decisions and they get beaten, say two one against a good team, I mean, what has the chairman learned about David Unsworth that he didn't already know there? Well, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It was like when I did a trial day at Nero Coffee in uh, Leicester and I covered a woman in hot form and I didn't get paid for the day. Yeah. Why it's very you, similar why to Why did that, you cover yeah. her in hot foam? Yeah. Because I covered her. <laughs> like head to toe. Well, yeah. no, there's not that much. And was this form. coffee related? A little a fire extinguisher. Did, did you actually burn her? No, no. I just sort of like got a bit of, yeah, I just spread froth on her effectively. When, I said, when, you, said you, used to, when you said you used did to be you a shout out foam party. It's a Leicester foam party. When you said you used to be a barrister, I didn't think that's what you meant. For one day I was. Oh, man, yeah. Well, so it is very much like that, isn't it, Mark? Yeah, very much. All... yeah, very public disgrace. I'd say it's spot on. And I don't think we need to say another word about it now, Peter, <laughs> but that uh, um, comparison in our heads. Apparently, Wolves manager Nuno Santo has, uh, has been approached, uh, but said he wasn't interested in the, uh, the Everton position. And the two front runners now appear to be Sean Dyche and Sam Allardyce. I mean, an interesting point, goal, right? Really? I, I would think that. And Allardyce is, you know, you, you know, I think he's got that thing with Palace, isn't he, where he'd have to 
he'd have to. I think he'd have to give him some money. Yeah, yeah and so, he's also but, spent a lot of his time on being sports in the Middle East, being quite jingoistic recently. So he might not have any time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, if, it's certainly a discussion to have in wings, Jim. Well, yeah. well, yeah. When when Everton are saying, "All right, you got two games," are they buying themselves times? All right, <laughs> we, we don't know. You got another three games. Yeah, because no one wants this. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I do, I do see Nuno Santos' point of view because he's he's guided Wolves to the top of the uh, the championship. Yep, there's a good chance they could be promoted mm-hmm. if he takes them into the Premier League. I mean, he's already there. He's already in situ. He knows the club. He's got a lot of players. There's so many variables about going to Everton, who I know, of course, are a big club, but it's a huge challenge there. I, I really wonder about their direction and their squad and the players they've got, at the new manager's disposal, disposal, sorry, and whether that can actually work as a blend. It seems like it's very, very difficult. Yeah, and, and with Santo, I mean, he's got that job, you would have thought, until at least the end of the season, unless it goes terribly wrong, whereas Everton... Oh, blimey, it might be three months and then if it's not going well and as you say, it's a hard might, one. Might to bore himself. Yeah. <laughs> this is an interesting game as well from Unsworth's point of view because everyone's very aware that he's up against a very tactically astute manager in yeah. Marco Silva. So this is a good test of you know of, of what he can do in a game that Everton should absolutely be expected to win for the standards mm-hmm. they're aiming. Do you know what? I think this is a good measure of Watford and Marco Silva because we've been very effusive in our praise for him and for Watford. They've lost their last two Premier League games. Mm. So yeah, if, if they go to Everton who are really struggling badly or in the relegation zone and are beaten you think well three defeats in a row two of those games you should have won and and then we then we start asking questions but I, I think from from Everton's point of view against as, as Jim rightly says a very tactically astute manager you'd be you don't really want this type of game I don't think yeah I mean Sean Dyche is 46 and if he was appointed then he could well be a long-term appointment at the club you know that that, that type of manager has served them well in a sort of David Moyes type role but like I said, I, I wouldn't imagine Dyche would be challenging for sort of top six if he, no. if he took over Everton. Well, Who he, knows? But. Isn't he the same age as David Unsworth and probably the same shape as well? What's Barton going to say about that? Yeah, no, Dyche is uh, much slimmer than Unsworth. It's just it's a, still, it's just a smaller rubber, frame, yeah, though, isn't yeah, it? It's yeah. a smaller frame to work with. It's Unsworth, but further away. Well, what about Allardyce, Peter? <laughs> well, exactly. We talk, yeah, he's a bit older. We talk about Sean Dyche quite a lot because he seems to get linked with every new managerial job mm. that comes up. Mm-hmm. And I, I still maintain that the, the, the job he has at Burnley is almost <clears> it's almost unique. Mm. It's like he, he's, he's been there for such a long time. They're playing a certain way. They don't have a huge expectation. And they're having a good time. And by definition, they are. But by definition, he's going to go to a better job. A better, a, you know, f- with respect to Burnley, a bigger mm, club, yeah. and then by automatically the challenge is going to be different. The challenge, the, the way he plays, and the way the outlook and the setup at Burnley can't be replicated at Everton because that's part of the reason they moved on from other managers in the first place. Mm-hmm. So it's a, a huge um, sort of change in terms of outlook if he were to move there, and I don't think it's guaranteed that he would be successful. And Everton at eight to one with Bet three six five to be relegated this season, eight to one to be relegated, uh, ten pound returns, ninety pound including stakes should they go down. I mean, it's crazy. With talking about that but I mean they're, they're in a relegation battle now mm. they are yeah well and if Dyche took over as I say they would hope that that would be a long-term appointment whether it would be or not would be um have to remain to be seen but Sam Allardyce considered he'd consider the opportunity of as he put it putting Everton back together but possibly only until the end of the season yeah, a bit yeah. Of a, I mean Allardyce is kind who of who do known... you think he is eh <laughs> goose hitting gunslinger for hire yeah. <laughs> no he just knew he'll, he'll be caught on a long lens before the end of the season <laughs> <laughs> Speaking from experience there, Peter. I know, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, good to know that former Everton manager David Moyes said he, he won't be long until he's back in football. Oh, Something well, we can all look forward to. Is that his decision? Is that him throwing <laughs> his hat into the ring? I don't know. <laughs> I really... Maybe it means it won't be long until he's back in a football. <laughs> what, in one of those big zombies? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> was he on a stag deal or something? I told you he'd be back in football. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, Luke, what is our best bet with Bet365? Well, I, I, as I mentioned earlier, we had quite a few Spurs fans being uh, self-deprecating, which I enjoyed. But I eventually <laughs> decided to go for um, this from Steve Durr. Uh, great, great name, Steve. Mm. Um, I like this email because it's really punchy. He says, um, good afternoon, gents. I'm writing yet again to submit my pick for our best bet this week. If you see below, I have forwarded my pick from last week, which you moronically neglected. Moronically? <laughs> in in, fa- in favour of betting on a South Coast derby, which didn't even last a half. And so in the interest of fairness, Steve, <laughs> Steve did suggest Man United to beat Spurs um, and keep a clean sheet. So it's fair, Ooh, enough. Yeah, fair he, enough. He's not after time in there. He, mm. was, he was bang on the money. He said, hopefully you'll make a better decision this week. Ooh. Well, I have done. Well, I've made a decision, put it that way. We'll yeah. see. He says, my bet of the week, which pains me as a Manchester United fan, is for Man City to win and there to be over three and a half goals in the match. Um, I simply do not see the torrid Arsenal backline doing anything other than hemorrhaging goals to a blistering City attack. From South Carolina with love, Steve Durr. So, Steve, you're in the hot seat. Steve, um, you've got If you get this one right, you've got a tricky uh, international break next week. Ooh. So it's not going to be easy for you to get that ORE. No one's ever done it, the hat trick. Yeah, but you could um, just... Bet on like Germany hammering somebody. Well, he could do. England. Well, <laughs> it would have to be approved by us, though, wouldn't it? Yes, it would um, be, Steve. So this bet is available at odds of 8-5 to five in the result total goals market. So Man City to win and there to be four goals or more. Mm. Um, and so our £50 will return £130, including stake, with all proceeds going towards Prostate Cancer UK. You must be over the age of 18 to gamble and, and, and gamble responsibly. And for more information, go to gamblerware.co.uk. All the best, Steve. We wish you luck. Well done, Duro. Yeah, Dursey. Dursey, I, I hope you mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you said that with the with the sort of um, the sort of emotion of a man who knows that he hasn't messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, emotion was strong. Yeah. Oh dear. Let's look ahead to the weekend though with Luke Aaron Moore. Yes, I've got a few here. Um, Pete, you want to you want to listen into these ones, mate? Yeah, what, I'm listening. What, what, what are you drawing there? It looks mate? like a zombie draw, version can, of you. I can draw. Listen while you do your admin. Well, what uh, have Luke? you drawn? Was you drawn a, cast, is it a zombie David Moyes? Uh, I don't know. It's a nice a guy with nice curly hair. Not okay. unlike and your good self there. You've initialed it JF. So yeah. John Fantastic. John Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Pete does um, draw quite a lot of... It's quite disturbing the amount of pictures of me Pete draws. Because uh, I'm always sat across from you, aren't I? Yeah. And you're the most visually interesting, let's say. I'll take it. Take mm. it as a compliment. Um, look at the like- of the weekend. Um, William Egan, continuing the Spurs thread. I'm looking forward to Tottenham backing up their amazing midweek performance with a one-all draw. Um, Ben Fraser says Hodgson's triumphant return to Wembley don't forget the man is unbeaten in competitive games at Wembley that's an excellent stat (laughs) there you go that is an excellent stat (laughs) and it's made me think entirely differently about that fixture (laughs) that's that's really funny isn't it because I mean we know know where this is going to go Roy's going to lose that yeah (laughs) I know you will. You will. I don't know. Let's see how it works. Look, he loves Roy the Viders, Marcus. I love it. There's certain things. There's certain sort of holy grails, certain red lines that Marcus will not. not. One is Roy the boy. Roy the boy. Sven. Spenigans and uh, Big Ronnie K. Uh, no, Ronnie K was a sort of new... Do you, Sol a flirtation, a, summer, a summer's romance. Yeah. Sol yeah. Campbell in there too. No, R- Ronald Koeman, yeah. I don't put in the same bracket as him. I've enjoyed his Twitter out because do it's you, entirely ridiculous. Only one like, of those three is currently in a job, by the way. It's bad times for you. Do you love Roy more than Pep loves Napoli? Uh, oh, no, I don't think I could. Right, okay. Just so, just so I know. Yeah. Um, but there's a bit of lust in there with Pep as well, I think. <laughs> I'll, lust. Um, I'll finish with uh, this from Tom Lyon, who says, I'm looking forward to Alexis Sanchez's gloves hopefully getting their first start this weekend. Mm. Presumably they'll end up throwing themselves to the floor on the 93rd minute after Jesus' fourth goal. <laughs> or Jesus' fourth goal, I should say. <laughs> any, any comment on that, Jim? Jesus. Is a sigh enough? It's yeah, a sign of resignation. Jim actually looked really disappointed yeah. there. Not yeah. to the point of. You can see the image of the goal going in. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> like it just happened as you said that. 
a sigh is worth a thousand words. I think that's <laughs> the case. There we are. Are we done, Luke? We are done. Marvellous. Right there we are. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365, everybody. Pleasure having you with us. Any more for any more? <laughs> Another bled, side, Jim? Yeah. Have we got a... <laughs> No, okay. How, how many sides per show will you be mm. doing on Monday after the game? Yeah. I, th- I think it would just be one continual one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Do it during the music. Yeah, I'll have to learn some sort of breathing technique so I can still speak as well. Secular sighing. Ahead of yeah. this game against Man City, it's not too late to enlist the uh, the services of one Mr. John Fantastic. Well, yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Help us out, Donald. I know, right? <laughs> He's got enough on his plate trying to uh, get involved in the bid to buy Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> How's that going, by the way? Yeah, I know, it's going to be out. <laughs> Sounds like Stavely needs a little bit of a uh, John Fantastic in her life a bit of PR good PR he's actually been staving her off <laughs> there we are say goodbye Luke goodbye say goodbye Jim see you losers see you losers bye bye from me sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.